Hello, darlings. Hello. This is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. I am Kara. I'm Megan. And we're here with a what side? It's this, yes, it's a Tuesday episode. And that reminds me, Uh we are taking the week of Memorial Day off. Mm -hmm. So there will not be an episode this Friday. Right. So just so you know, we've got a, we're going to take a little break just to kick off the summer and have a little mini vacation. Yeah. But today we do have an episode. Okay. It's an old-timey one. Oh, I love mm-hmm. old-timey. I don't want to tell you anything I like how else. we roll reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You did a missing person, and yep. here I am doing historic. Okay, wow. Okay, we're talking about a lady named Martha Place. Place, okay. Martha Place was born Martha Gerritsen okay. on September 18th, 1849. Oh, we are taking it back. Yes. Wow, okay. In Millstone, New Jersey. Mm. She went by Maddie. Love it. Which is a cute, light little nickname. It for sure is. It does not match... Who she becomes. Oh, she's not a cute, light person. Oh. I don't know a lot about Maddie's life up until she turned 23. Okay. But at 23, she had a head injury. A moving sleigh struck her in the head. Stop. And later, her brother said that Maddie was never quite the same after that. Oh, I wouldn't be either. (laughs) I'm going to take a quick detour to talk about this head injury thing. Okay. Because I hear a lot about how, oh, that person got hit on the head when they were a kid. Well, no wonder they became a murderer like that. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. And I realize I don't really know how much of a correlation there is between those two things. Mm -hmm. So I did a little research. And I'll put these in the show notes, as always. But there's a 2018 study in Lancet Psychiatry, which states that traumatic brain injuries are a risk factor for earlier, more violent offenses in children and young people. And TBIs are also linked to poor engagement in treatment, in-custody infractions, and reconviction. And then there's a 2014 study from the University of Glasgow Mm -hmm. where they did an analysis of all available literature about serial killers and mass murderers. So books, journals, legal files, news reports, etc. Everything that was available at the time they did the study. Out of 239 murderers in the study... 21% were found to have suffered a definite or suspected head injury. Oh. But then it goes on to be like, of those 21%, a significant amount also experienced significant traumatic events during their childhood. So it's like, it takes more than just the head injury, which we kind of talked about in episode 171, Mm -hmm. where I did that deep dive where it's it's like, where did all the serial killers go? Yeah. And we talked about all sorts of factors that might be involved in creating a serial killer. So do I think that every child who has a head injury is going to become a murderer? No. Is it one item on a long list of factors? Sure. So I just feel like that's a thing people get mad about. (laughs) So I looked up more about it. And like I said, those studies are in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Back to Maddie. She had that head injury at 23. Right. Which is super young. Yes. But also, I mean, she's an adult. She's an old man. Yeah. We don't know the extent of the injury. Like, I don't know if it was a traumatic brain Mm -hmm. injury. And honestly, I don't know that later, after she does what she does, her brother didn't just bring it up to try to have some sort of explanation. Okay. You know, like we, it's normal as human beings. We want a reason. And he could be like, well, you know, she hit her head. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I don't know what his medical training would have been. (laughs) Honestly, he may have been. Okay. So she goes on to get married and they had a son. But then either she left her husband or he left her. I saw varying accounts. Okay. Either way, she winds up single, and she's forced to give her son up for adoption because she can't okay. take care of him. She moved to Brooklyn and began working for a man named William Place. Oh. 
Last was name a, sounds familiar. Really? Mm-hmm. I bet you. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. He was a widower, and Maddie became his housekeeper, and later mm-hmm. his wife, as Kara so astutely oh. observed. <laughs> That's when she became Martha Place, and she also became the stepmother to William's daughter, Ida. I've decided that Ida is one of those great old-fashioned names that you don't I hear enough I was literally about to say that. It's a good name. Like all the best Disney villains, Martha hated Ida. Oh, she probably did. She thought William loved his daughter more than he loved oh her. Oh, my gosh. And she was incredibly jealous. Oh, my gosh. As Ida grew older, she grew more and more attractive. And apparently, Martha was not very physically attractive. So this just made her hate Ida more. She sure did. So Martha spent her days talking to mirrors, asking who's the prettiest. And then she lost Ida away in a tower. And wanted her heart. (laughs) But seriously, doesn't it sound like Ida? Oh, for sure. Or like uh, Martha is the inspiration for every Disney stepmother? Yes. Mother Gothel. Yes, that's who specifically Mm -hmm. I was thinking of. Okay, so Martha hates Ida. She has everything Martha never had, and Martha can't stand it. Mm-hmm. William had called the police at least once because Martha threatened to <gasps> kill Ida. Oh, my gosh. And he kept her around. Yeah. So this all comes to a head on February 7th, 1898, when an argument breaks out between William and Martha, and Ida took her father's side. Okay. After William left for did. work. Of course she did. Yeah. After William left for work, Martha went to speak with her stepdaughter, and Ida slammed her bedroom door in her face. Oh, no. Ida is 17 years old at this point, so that's totally expected mm-hmm. teenage girl behavior, especially in a fight with her stepmom who hates her. Exactly. Later, Martha told the police, that made me feel so mad. I got some acid from my husband's desk, and I threw it into her face. When why does the husband have acid in his desk? And huh? I had that same question, and I found the answer. Okay, good. William dabbled in photography. Oh, and back then, yeah, they used yeah, acid yeah. to develop the film. So that's yeah. why he had it. Wow. So Martha's story is that she threw the acid in Ida's face and left the room. What? But an autopsy said otherwise. Doctors suspected that Martha went on to smother Ida while the girl writhed in pain, killing her. Oh, my gosh. Then Martha goes and finds an axe in the <gasps> cellar. And she brought it upstairs while she waited for William to come home from work. Now, at this point, they have a new housekeeper because she's not the housekeeper anymore, so yeah. she's the wife. And she just keeps sending the housekeeper off on these, like, errands. Oh, just don't, just go do this, go do that. Don't come around the house, basically. Oh. So she's waiting for William to come home from work, and she says, I was afraid he was going to attack me. She <gasps> told police, I took the axe upstairs with me. My husband what? came in afterward, and I struck him with it. What? It's like, I thought he might be mad that I killed his daughter. Oh, <laughs> So I needed my to protect myself. Gosh. What else was I supposed to do? It's self-defense. I had to protect me. As the murderer yeah. of the child. Thankfully, William did not die. After she struck him with the axe, he fell out into the street crying for help. <gasps> and while he did that, Martha ran to the kitchen <gasps> and turned on the gas, attempting what? to kill herself. This was unsuccessful. Police soon arrived and took her into custody. She's wild. It's a very wild, dramatic scene, right? Like wow, she's wow, got an axe. Wow, wow. She was running to the Acid, gas. Yeah. Axe, gas. Okay. And then this goes to trial. Okay. It was, of course, a media oh, sensation. I am sure of it. Newspapers reported all the details. Mm-hmm. Here are some of the quotes okay. from the newspaper coverage. Please are you ready? With them. Okay. Yes. She was homely, old, <laughs> oh. ill tempered. And not loved by her husband. (laughs) 
just like, damn. Yeah, I'd say he doesn't love her anymore. Good Lord. Her face is not pleasant. She looks like a woman who has spent most of her life fretting and worrying. Oh, she had some frown lines. Her face reminds one of a rat. Stop it. What? This was cold. In the newspaper? I mean, she she did murder a child. This is true. And attacked her husband with an axe. Wow. So somebody was just annoyed writing that, and they were like, her face reminds me of a rat. Yeah, she was a rat. She is homely. Reporters also noted that Martha remained stoic throughout the trial, having pretty much no reaction (gasps) through the whole thing, (gasps) except for when her husband, William, took the stand. Mm. While he testified, it's reported that her thin lips, which I felt like was an unnecessary detail. They're just being mean again. Yep. Her thin lips parted in a sardonic grin, and she fixed her (gasps) eyes upon him. (gasps) That would be so creepy. That's like terrifying. She's, she has not responded to the whole thing. I and all of a sudden, she just you. smiles. I meant to kill you. Ooh. Ooh. Martha was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to death, which makes Martha the first woman to be executed by electric chair. Oh, my gosh. There had been a couple others who were sentenced before her, but uh-huh. their sentences had not been carried out. Oh. So she becomes the first woman to be executed by electric chair, which is why she's the topic of this story. Oh, my gosh. The electric chair was a pretty new thing at the time. It had only been used 11 times in New York before this. Oh, they're like, well, here goes nothing. The first person in New York to die by electric chair was convicted murderer William Kimmler, and it hadn't gone smoothly. Oh, no. William had to be electrocuted <gasps> twice before he died. <sighs> yeah. And Martha's lawyers, basically because she was the first woman, they reached out to then New York Governor Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy! And they were like, maybe you should commute her sentence because she's a woman. Mm. They were basically like, we've never executed a woman by electric chair before. Why start now? <laughs> right. And Roosevelt was like, no, I'm okay with it. No, I, I'm good. She did some bad things. And he was basically like, my sympathies lie with the victim, yeah. not the uh, murderer. Mm-hmm. And so. I know how to ride a moose. <laughs> On March 20th, 1899, Martha went to the electric chair wearing a long black dress she had made herself. Oh, she did. Now, it's 1899. So, again... She's the first woman, and executioners were like, how do we electrocute a woman? Their makeup's different. (laughs) Their insides could be a little different. They got all that hair, all that long hair. And then how do we protect her modesty when we put the electrodes on her ankles? Oh, Oh, heavens. Don't expose them. (laughs) My stars. So they cut her hair so they could place the electrodes on her forehead. Okay. And then they slit her skirt on the sides so that they could place the electrodes without exposing her ankles. Oh, my They were that gosh. concerned. Which, okay, I find something about that to be sweet because yeah. she's a convicted murderer and doesn't, like, all descriptions of her right. are she is not a pleasant person. Yeah. But they're like, we're going to. But they wanted to protect her dignity. They didn't yeah. have to. Yeah. At all. We're going to keep they her They could modest. have not done that. Yeah. Huh. Her last words were, God help me. And then she died by electrocution. She was 49 years old. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow, wow, wow. I started looking into, I was curious about, like, why did they even start using the electric chair? Yeah. Because, of course, now that scene is inhumane. Not a, not a thing. So what made us turn to that? But when you think about it, before this, they, they were hanging. And a lot of the times, there were failed hangings right. where, like, the person uh, wouldn't die. Yeah. And so to them, the idea that you could kill someone quickly with electricity was more humane yeah. than the alternative they had. Yeah. And I guess now we've graduated. If you, I mean, if you want to say the death penalty is humane at all, mm-hmm. it would seem that 
maybe the lethal injection is, although I'm, right. I'm questionable about it's that. On the fence. Yeah. I'll be honest. My feelings on the death penalty change all the time. Right. You know, there's, yeah. there's some murderers that I'm like, give it to them. <laughs> they deserve everything. And I think the whole problem is the, it's more of my issues with the justice system, right? Like if you could be sure that oh, every yeah. person is put to death was guilty, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot easier to have peace yeah. with that decision, yeah, right? Yeah. But you know, there's so many innocent people who have died. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's just, I, it's hard to support something when you're like, gosh, yeah, that's, that's why we're wrong. That, what is it called? The Innocence Project? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's it. That's okay, our well, story. Thanks, of thanks for that. Martha Place. Wow, Martha. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> we hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. And we love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.